Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Bezaz Hashem feedback and insight share number ninety-four. In order to um, give this share properly, it's very important to note a big foundation to many of the shiurim that I give, especially this one, in that in one aspect of being a mature thinking person is to be able to absorb two opposite points in the person's mind, to have a healthy balance to know when to use each aspect. I remember once Ravigda Miller, I used to go occasionally to his Thursday night shiurim, and one of the questions was interesting. Uh, someone asked him, you know, in this particular shear you said so and such and such, and in shear number whatever, he gave a na- number, you said the exact opposite. How do you reconcile the two statements? And at that point, Ramilla said a very fascinating thing. He said that part of being an Erle Chayid and being a, 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 a thinking person in general is to understand the contexts of when you say one thing and when you say something else that may seem the opposite in a different context, how they both could be true. And you have to just know and have the common sense and the, and the you know, foresight and knowledge to apply them both. So today especially, you're going to hear the first part of the shear where I'm going to say a certain point, And then I'm going to say in the, oppos- the opposite in the second half of the shear. And the purpose of it is to have a full healthy balance between the two. The first part of the shear, which is going to talk about the fact that, although it's true, that both spouses, husband and wives, need love and respect both. And they need a, a emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, spiritual intimacy. All of this is so true. But stereotypically, very often, the way Hashem put it in the nature of man and a woman in a general way, although there are exceptions, is that by men, they tend to be more physical, triggering-oriented, more um, visual-oriented. And usually their interest in the sexual is starts out with being the physical, and then subsequently more emotions are felt. Usually it's that way. While by a woman, it's the opposite, usually. And we talked about the concept that wives need to be available for their husbands sexually. But this concept has to be taken with a, wouldn't say the word grain of salt, but in the healthy perspective. Because there are some people out there that misunderstand what the Chazal say that uh, of what paspasali means or what um, the view that uh, because a man has in him a strong yetahara, a strong physical desire for sexual aspects, which is 100% true. Hashem put it in a man, a healthy man has those, has those desires naturally. And because he has these desires, uh, the unfair um, concept that the woman has that responsibility to fulfill that desire, other, otherwise the men are going to stray and have issues, you know, 
That is something that is not healthy. If that's the goal, that's the purpose, then it's not healthy. There are some books uh, that I've read, uh, that I've seen. Frankly, you know, in the Christian right, they have this notion, and a lot of them are within the Christians themselves are bashing it now, rightfully so. And people may have this notion even in some circles of our community, saying that because the 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 dirt is so messed up, and it's very very hard for a man to say stay straight sexually, because he has a lot of nisyanis, he has a lot of tests in these areas. So then, because he needs to have that physical release, and if he doesn't have it, he's more likely to stray. Therefore, it's on the wife's part of her achrayis is to fulfill that physical need for him. And in and of itself, you know, to, if you say that that is the tachlis of it, is a terrible thing to say. Because the way Hashem made it, sex is three things. It's physical, it's meant to be emotional, as an emotional connection, and as a spiritual connection. Hashem made it that way with human beings. Not just with Jews, but with any human being. That's the way Hashem designed it to be. Very clear. With animals, it is purely physical for the most part. You're going to say some higher sophisticated animals, if you study the science of it, there's some emotion built in, uh, you know, with when it comes to chimpanzees or some birds or whatever you want to say. But even that is just built in as part of their nature, but it's primarily physical, a physical function of perpetuating the species. That's with animals. Human beings are very different. It's not just physical. It's emotional and spiritual as well. Therefore, placing emphasis on sex as just a physical need that the man has and that the woman's job is to fulfill it, to help him with his physical release so he shouldn't stray, is a very unhealthy concept. So that's what I wanted to really talk about in the second half of this year. The first half of this year, which is now, I want to say, though, that that concept, not as an end, but as a factor, is very, very much in coordinate, coordination with what the Torah says. That's what paspasali really, really means. Paspasali means that a man is less likely to fall into the grips of the Yetzirah when it comes to sexual aspects and sexual tests when he has his wife, when he's married, when he knows that there'll be times where his wife is will be sexually available to him, that he will have that physical release, and therefore it'll be easier for him to withstand tests of, of sexual nature in the world. And that is true even when his wife is Anida. Even when his wife is Anida and that period she is unavailable, or even after the birth of the child where she may be unavailable for a longer period of time, the fact still remains that it's pas besalai, that it is it is a protection for him. So the fact, the concept that he needs that physical release and that his wife is doing a chesed by providing it for him in order for making his nisyonis less, that's a valid, true concept in life, in Torah values, and in reality. 
the Gemara says, you know, when Rav Chia had a difficult wife and she still he still used to give um, give gifts to her in a special way, wrap it up and give it to her. And they asked him, why are you giving this to her? She causes so much, you know, heartache for you. And he says that Dayenu, it's enough. I have a karsatayf to my wife. Number one is that she raises our children. She takes care of our children and raises them as a good mother. And and she saves me from sin. Over there, from sin means the sexual sins. Whatever difficulty Rav Chia had with his wife, and doesn't talk about it much other than him switching the meals on him or whatever it is. But Matzilas Menachet means that obviously there was a physical relationship there. And that physical relationship helped him. Helped him that it saved him from hate, from those types of hate. So it's not a small thing that that is a big factor in part of married life between a husband and a wife. So we'll talk about situations where if a husband is not watching his eyes or if he's looking in the computer where he shouldn't look and he's straying after his eyes and he's not really working on himself and he's clearly um, violating things that the Torah doesn't want him to violate and he's doing that sort of freely and to expect, you know, in those situations that his wife should take care of his physical needs, that's that's really very, very uh, uh, selfish and self-centered and it makes no sense. You know, especially if the wife is aware of it. You know, if, if he is not clearly watching things that he is not supposed to watch and it's a consistent, con- continuous thing and a wife finds out about it and she's, you know, that, you know, she has a right to be extremely upset and say, you know, whatever it is in our married life in the physical realm if you're, if you're using that expression for outwardly and not towards me. How does that make me feel? And they need, he need, then he needs that help and she needs to get him to a rov or a counselor and basically, you know, she has a right to put a foot down a million percent. But if a husband is Erlich and Menschlich, and he's watching his eyes overall, and he's a mensch to her, but he has his normal sexual struggles like everyone else, the fact that, it's some, that he wants to be with his wife, that he loves her, of course, but also as that sexual physical release... There's nothing wrong with that. Now, going back to a point that I wanted to make here of what we said, that sex that's empty of the physical, of the emotional and spiritual is extremely destructive. And what this stereotypical aspect that some seem to have, that all you need to do for men, the wives just need to fulfill them sexually, and all the men need from the women is some emotional connection. That's also not true. Many women, they need that emotional connection, and that's key, 100%. But they need the physical too. They need that to be provided for them in an unselfish way, to fulfill her needs, not just his needs. So the bottom line is, is that the tachlis of the sexual union between a husband and wife is not about physical release. That's not the tachlis. That's not the purpose. It's a factor. It definitely is a factor. But the tachlis, it's definitely not. 
The tachlis is to connect emotionally, to connect spiritually. It's a natural expression. It's meant to be as an, a natural expression for love and compassion and to become one. And man, a man, a husband, can never use an excuse if there's issues sexually to turn towards porn or any other sexual outward outlet that's unhealthy. That is their achrayis. They have an achrayis not to do that. They have achrayis to keep strong. If there's issues in the, in the bedroom issues that need to be resolved, if they try to resolve it themselves or they go to a rav or they go to a counselor in those areas if there are issues there. But to run and, and exhibit bad behavior anyway, that's the most unhealthy thing that, that, that can be. That applies both for husbands and wives. Why is the same thing? To behave in a negative way because, you know, because they're upset, even if it's a valid reason, but now I'm going to go all the way to the other extreme and do something that I know is negative, that's not the way to go. So when a husband is, has an addiction issue or is strained very clearly, you're behaving badly, he has no right to say to his wife, you know, it's your achrayas to fill, fulfill that need for me sexually. He has problems other than that, and it's his own problems. He has to resolve them. That's 100% true. It is only when he is not addicted to these things, when he is not strained, when he is not behaving badly, and he has that physical, strong sexual urge, and, and he cares for his wife, and he loves her and respects her, and part of the motivation of wanting to be with her is also because he needs that outlet, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. That's what we call We talked about this very, very often. If the tachlis of it, and they truly love each other, and it's not manipulation, that's not manipulation. The mushal that I give very often is someone is a coffee lover. He loves coffee. He, lo- he has to have that morning coffee in the morning. And he enjoys it so much. He also knows he needs to learn. He wants to be kevei And he gets up early, 4.35 in the morning. And he knows that in shul he'll have that coffee. And that's something that sparks him. Why does he want to learn? Bepnimius, his tachlis. He wants to learn. He wants to daven. He wants to pray. And he wants to come early to shul. Because he wants to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if a big factor of it right now is because he's looking forward to that coffee and that gets him up, that's the metech shaloy l'shma b'lishma. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling him, I'm not upset at you. You're getting up. I see, you know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu can read minds. He knows very well that the guy's getting up and, uh, you know, on one hand, Hashem could say, you know, you, you really, you, you want to learn my Torah. I see you like your coffee a lot. I think that's what's getting you up. But that's not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu works. He's not cynical about that. He knows that the panemius, if you're sincere, he knows your panemius is to learn. He understands that you have a Yetzirah and you're using the coffee to get yourself to the base medrash. And there's no cynicism there where Hashem says, what do I need your, 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 your share for? You only came for the coffee. That's not true. Yes, he's there because the coffee helps. But that's not why he's really, really there. The same thing applies Lahavdal in this situation with the sex drive by a husband. If he's a good husband and he cares about his wife and he's loyal and he works very hard in his Shmira Seinayim, but he could have just 
within him, he has that drive. And it's not easy sometimes, and he struggles sometimes, but in a normal, healthy way, like every other healthy, normal male. Then, the fact that he also enjoys it, or, or needs that release, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And that's something that wives need to be aware of. So these are basically the two opposite concepts that needs to be kept in the mind in a marriage, in any healthy marriage between a husband and a wife. And the wife's perspective on this, when she senses that the husband's very interested sexually, that very often it's coming from a very healthy, normal place. Now again, like we said, if a husband is looking, does not have a filtered computer and is clearly straying with his eyes or flirting or doing things that are bad behaviors in those areas, she has every right to put her foot down and be very upset about it and say, I want you to correct this problem. And I see if you can't do it yourself, it's not going to go away by itself. I demand that we go together to either a rav or, the, or a therapist or whatever it is to get to the to tackle this problem if you're really serious about getting better about it, whether it's an addiction problem or these type of things of, 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 uh, in the sexual nature where he's straying where he shouldn't stray. That is one issue. But when you're dealing with a regular, normal, healthy person with flaws, but normal, healthy person, the fact that he has a sexual drive, that's a healthy thing. The fact that he sometimes struggles with that sexual drive, also a healthy thing. We all struggle with our Yetzirahs from the day we are born to the day we die. I spoke to a real hush of a hush of a person, a big tzaddik. He's not in this world anymore. And we talked about the Melchemes HaYetzer. I was very open with him about these things. It was by a chassan, I remember. And he turned to me at an older age. He was telling me he was in already in his mid-70s, maybe even close to 80. And he said, I'll tell you the truth. You know, you'll see that as you get older, the taiva part, the physical desires, that type of thing, sort of usually, you know, calms down somewhat. But covered then becomes a Yetzirah. The, the idea of recognition, of wanting honor, and so on and so forth. So he was trying to say no matter what, it takes the Yetzirah takes many shapes and forms, but it's a constant battle, a constant struggle. A husband cannot blame a wife, and a wife cannot blame a husband for the actual struggles on the flaws that they have. In other words, obviously, a person can't has to be, get to be in control of their anger, but if they struggle with it, or they struggle with anxiety because they need more emuna. Or they struggle with uh, whatever they're struggling with. The mulchama itself is not a shame. The mulchama itself is not a negative thing. It's not working on it that could be negative. But the fact that you have that struggle is not an issue. So the idea that husbands, men, struggle sexually within themselves, they have that sex drive, and the fact that they have that struggle and they have that battle, that's not only not a crime, that's life. That's part of life. Everyone struggles with different things. Sometimes people struggle when they get insulted to overcome that struggle, or when they're angry not to say something that they'll regret. This is part of struggle of life, like any other struggle. It's of a sexual nature, but it's still the same struggle. The fact that you have that struggle, that's not the avla. There's nothing wrong with that. But the fact, so so when uh, when, but the fact that you don't work on it, 
or, or just neglect it, make light of it, or be hefker with it, that's the problem. So there has to be always a balanced view when it comes to the sexual aspects of a marriage. The tachlis of it is not physical. The tachlis of it is you need all three. You need the physical, emotional, spiritual, the emotional connection to feel like you're one, the spiritual connection to actually experience being one. It's not just physical. But the fact that there's a paspasali concept in Chazal, the fact that there is the idea of matzilosim and achet, that a wife, if the husband is a mensch, she knows he's an erlicha person, he knows, she knows that he is a good person and loves her and wants to be with her, the fact that he also needs that physical release, the fact that he also needs the sexual aspects to be as an outlet, and he needs his wife to help him fill that in a kosher way, that's an extremely healthy thing. That's something that wives need to understand the subtlety between the two. The subtlety between the two is, is that there always has to be that emotional component and that spiritual component. That always has to be there. But if that is there, if that is indeed there, then the fact that there is also a big physical component to it, nothing wrong with it whatsoever. And that's something that's very, very important to know and to understand. It goes the other way around also. It's a misconception to think that all wives, they just, of course, they, 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 they need the emotional connection that's primary to them, in a sense, more than the men need that emotional connection or not as much. In order for a wife to feel, want to become physically close, she needs that emotional connection in order to want to feel close. Otherwise, she gets drained by it. And that's a really important thing which we're going to talk about in, in a different shear on how the, the, you need that emotional connection in order to spark the physical connection, especially when it comes to most wives. That's the way it is. But that doesn't take away the fact that she needs the physical as well. In many, many situations. She's a human being and she Hashem put it in her too, that physical sexual desire. You could say stereotypically, it's more in men than in women. Sometimes it's reverse. It makes no difference. Every human being has it on one level or another. And whatever level it is, for between a husband and wife, they need to fulfill it for each other. The chiyavayin attack is only on the husband to the wife, but the wife has a chiyav on that sensitivity to the husband as well. It's always a two-way straight street, no matter what. It's always a two-way street. So, Bekitza, what I'm trying to say, although it wasn't the first half and half, second half of this year exactly, it was sort of mixed in together, that is the balance, that shikel, that sort of two opposite concepts that are very important that you have to just use it in the right way. Then the healthy context to put it in is like this, is if a husband is indeed straying in a real serious way, watching on the computer that he shouldn't watch, flirting, doing these things, wife sees this, catches it, understands it, it won't go away, away by itself, she has a right and has even achrayas to put her foot down and said, this can't go on. Whatever issues we have, the bedroom this, bedroom that, we'll go to a rough to talk about, we'll go to a therapist to talk about. But you have the responsibility to be sexually responsible in a marriage. That is the husband's achrayas. doesn't lay on the wife. It lays on the husband. If there's issues in the bedroom, 
They have to discuss it between themselves, other things, whatever it is. That's one aspect. But when the husband is having Shmir Sanayim, and he is watching his eyes, and he is staying away from bad places, and he does have a filter, and he'd be trying to be an Er Lechayid, the fact that he has that struggle, or the fact that he needs that physical release, is not a novella. It's not a crime. It's a normal human thing. It's a healthy thing. And a wife that sees this, knowing that he's doing his best to fulfill emotional needs and spiritual needs as well, and caring for his wife in many other aspects in the bedroom, outside the bedroom, whatever it is, not to make light of it, but to, but to, you know, to, to understand it with, sensibility, with, with a sensitivity. And the real key is, is that if they both work on providing for each other all their needs, and that's the tachlis, and they do their best trying to give each other to fulfill each other's needs, then this whole sheer in Halavai, the negative aspects of what could happen won't happen, and it won't even be a factor. That has to be the tachlis, though. Brochen atzlacha.